All right, welcome back to Fully Exposed. We are uh, talking about AI today. Artificial intelligence, for those of you that don't know what AI means. <laughs> I think everybody knows what AI is. Maybe someone doesn't. Um, but yeah, specifically talking about how AI is impacting and has the potential to impact the photography industry mm -hmm. and kind of how to keep up with uh, using AI to benefit your business and not worrying about it replacing you as a photographer or anything like that. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, just kind of, it's kind of like fun little topic. So yeah, I like it. Yeah. So how, how do we want to start this? You want to? Yes. Well, okay. Let's talk about AI in, in the sense of um, like chat GPT first, and then we'll talk about AI with like Photoshop and things like that. Okay. So chat GPT, super helpful. I know a lot of people are like weird about AI in general, but, uh, but chat GPT we've used for like captions or copy on our website or caption inspo, like write me a caption mm -hmm. about, um, elopements, you know, hiking and, you know, something about, you know, I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, you can. it's it's really nice because um, so ChatGPT, it can give you like really weird uh, <laughs> responses. Very to the like robotic that you get. almost. Yeah, robotic, but also like the words. Yeah, the words that it chooses to use aren't things that anyone would naturally write with. It's like it's way almost too like it like went through the dictionary and like picked out words that specifically aren't used daily yeah. and then just like throws them in there. And it try it sometimes feels like it's trying to be a little bit over the top with how like creative it is with the language that it's using mm -hmm. but if you give a really thorough prompt like i want you to you like you could even say i want you to use small words that the average person would typically use in conversation you I've can seen say people things like say that. that you should write something in your own words and say take this writing style and write a like and it can like kind of yeah. take from how you've already written something and i've i think that that could be really helpful too yeah but i think so like a lot of people ask us for advice about instagram and i i've heard over and over like so many people struggle with writing captions mm -hmm. they think it's just the hardest thing to like think of something and so people just say like i end up just saying like they they i don't know they they say something so generic like one of those really generic instagram captions like like a quote or something like an inspirational sentence mm -hmm. you know yeah instead of actually writing something that's going to be meaningful to their target clients right and so using something like ChatGPT is a great way for people to overcome that obstacle um and have have something that's actually going to stand out to the people that they're trying to reach the mm -hmm. people they're trying to get to become clients yeah so i think if if photographers aren't using ChatGPT. Uh, they're really sleeping on a really powerful tool to not even just enhance your marketing, but um, save you a lot of time in yeah. whether it's social media, blogs. email marketing, blogs, mm -hmm. uh, website copy. Yeah, we've used it for drip campaigns for emails and then just tweaked yeah. it to, you know, actually make it be what we want. Yeah, even not even email marketing, but just emailing like customer service. Like when somebody asks you a question and you're like, instead of sitting there and typing out like a paragraph long answer, you could say to ChatGPT, um, like you can have a, a, a like ChatGPT already knows you have like a tab that it knows who you are, what you do, kind of like what you want your clients to think of you. And uh, you could just paste your the email that you got from somebody and say, like, write me a response to this. 
and use that. There are so many ways that you can use it to save time. And so, uh, yeah, it's like thinking about AI. A lot of people are like, oh no, AI is going to take over like everybody's jobs. And, uh, I think there's a, there is some validity to the fact that AI can replace some jobs and we are working towards some of that. Um, but there are also ways that it can really make small business owners lives easier. So I think it's important that photographers try to take advantage yeah, of it. Incorporate that into their business. Yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, that's, I just wanted to mention chat GPT because like you can, that is directly related to photography because mm. you know, you need captions and, and copy on your website and whatnot to post your photos. So, um, yeah, I thought I'd bring that up. So, um, going into like Photoshop AI, like the beta, um, program that they have going on right now. Well, I guess program that they have going on. It's now a, an app in Adobe, you know, but yeah. Photoshop beta, yeah. generative AI. Yeah. Um, if you haven't heard of it, go look it up. You'll probably be a little bit blown away. Uh, I think most people have heard of it. Now. Yeah. Yeah. If you're, if you're a photographer and you're on Any, reels, yeah. TikTok, you know, you, you, you it's know. very unlikely that you haven't seen some videos about um, Photoshop's generative AI. So essentially, just in case anyone hasn't seen it, though, uh, you can basically give a prompt to Photoshop and it will fill in an area that you have selected with uh, AI generated photo. Um, so you can add mountains to the background. You can add lakes to the foreground. You can birds in the sky. Yeah, you, you can add clouds. Uh, you know, take stuff away, fill yeah. in grass where there was a parking lot. You yeah. Know. The thing that that has been the most helpful, helpful for me in editing is when I need to expand the photo for something where, you know, the I, I need to, you know, widen the back background or whatever, you know, in um, past Photoshop, it's been like, you know, um, uh, oh, what is it called when when you go to like edit the background and it tells you um content aware oh yeah but content aware was never good so it's a lot of just doing it by hand and that takes forever because you want it to look great now with ai with their generative fill it's not always perfect and i usually have to put in several prompts in order to get what i'm looking for but and even even then sometimes i'll like accept the the yeah the and we're not and admitting to using generative fill for commercial purposes at all That's no but for expanding backdrop backgrounds and things like that. Um, you know, I'll choose one that that seems like it's the closest and then you can go in and kind of like yeah. fine tune that and it just takes so much less time. And, you know, if I need to make a photo um, wider for a double exposure or something like that, it used to take me forever to yeah. like hand do it. You when know? I need something for our website and, you know, yeah, I'm you're just like, like oh, I need this to be like uh, horizontal instead of like, portrait yeah or or if i need like a, a landscape orientation photo to be like what like twice as wide and it, it just doesn't work with the photo like you know i i'm not that the thing is you um there's like an ethical dilemma in a sense because you don't want to change your photos too much to the point where it doesn't actually reflect uh the photography that you you take mm -hmm. um so like i don't want to put a photo on our website that's like uh, you know, it was a white backdrop and you made 
uh, clouds and a mountain. Yeah, or even just like something that looks way more like epic or stunning because we added something to it. Like, I think that's unethical. Um, But if you are just, you know, to fill a, a, a portion of your website, you just need it to be like, you know, half an inch wider. Yeah. It's a super useful tool to to fill in the edges. Yeah. And the other thing that I've used the beta for um, doesn't have anything to do with like adding something to the picture as much as um, taking away things. So like a lot of times clients will forget to, and I won't notice like five minutes in to take off like a hair tie off of their wrist. And that used to be like annoying for me to edit out. It's not that hard, but it was, it took a while of like, just, you know, kind of, you know, um, using the, the, um, the blemish tool or whatnot in Lightroom. Um, and it never looked like fully normal with, yeah. with beta. You literally just circle it, say, remove it. It doesn't do anything to the arm. It just literally removes it. And like stuff like that flyaways used to be really, um, intricate to get rid of. And it would always look kind of weird and unnatural because, you know, it would just be like flat hair yeah. with, um, the beta with Photoshop beta, um, taking away flyaways is so easy because it kind of keeps some of them in there. But it, so it still looks natural. Yeah, it's not like, like it, yeah. and it's really hard to do that on your own because um, you're doing it so like piece by piece, and it ends up looking like I said, like fake. Yeah. So stuff like that is really has really been like game changing for how fast uh-huh. I'm able to edit. Um, just small things like that. Um, even like okay, so for instance, like a dress that that. Um, is like super tool material, but um, you know, a toe is poking out or something like that. Literally just taking the foot and say, yeah. fill with adding a little bit, add extra more tool. of the yeah. dress and it'll add it. Like that's, you're not adding something that wasn't technically there. Yeah. It's it's like normal retouching of a photo. You're yeah. just getting rid of something that's distracting. Yeah. And so I think there are really good ways to use it. Um, I think one thing that, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of people, think about AI and like I said, they're like, it's gonna take over our jobs and replace us. Mm. So there's an element with uh, image generation that where it can take uh, a photo that was not as awe-inspiring or as epic and turn it into that, you know, where you add the Swiss Alps into the background of a picture. Um, But the thing is like, you have to realize that People hire photographers not just for how amazing their photos look, but for the authenticity of the moment that those photos represent Mm -hmm. and the experience that they get with that photographer. Mm -hmm. So it's really important to uh, really hone in on the experience that you're giving uh, now more than ever, I think, and probably even more so in the future as uh, image generation AI is going to get more and more advanced because mm-hmm. uh, it's just going to keep getting better with time. You know, right. it's learning every time somebody uses it and and chooses which, you know, when it gives you like three different options, when you choose which one you want to do and you're you're you like try running the the thing over and over again, it's collecting all of that data. Yeah. And well, and you can itself. tell it that like yes or no for like a lot of them. So it's helping yeah. it learn as well. But to go off of that, um, people, especially for like wedding photography, you know, like photos are meant to help you remember the moment, remember what actually mm-hmm. happened. And so like some, like the, your wedding day is like one of the most important fun days of your life. And so it's not, you're not going to want to remember your AI generated photo that yeah. wasn't actually how your wedding was. You're going to want it. And it doesn't matter if your wedding is like on a mountain or at a venue or whatever. Clearly, like you chose the venue or you chose the mountain. 
for a specific reason. And so obviously you want it captured where it was and how it was. Yeah. Um, and, and even thinking about like some of our clients, we we've talked to people, you know, like we do a lot of hiking elopements and uh, we, we give our clients a bunch of options of hikes that we've done before that we think that they'll love. And some of them range from being like super easy, where it's basically a walk in the woods to miles and miles and miles of steep hiking. Yeah. And AI, we, AI can't recreate the miles and miles yeah. of hiking and the experience that you have and going. Some of our clients actually tell us like we want to do a hard hike because it's representing something in our life. Mm. It's it's an experience that's kind of like uh, it's showing the climax of our life story being like this really empowering moment where we're reading our vows to each other on top of a mountain. Mm -hmm. So it's more than just having beautiful mountaintop pictures that they can post on Instagram. Right. It's an experience. Right. So I mean, and the pictures are a plus, but it's also yeah. like you hike those however many miles, like the the photos are kind of like the the reward when you get up to the summit and you see the view, you know? Yeah. Um, it's almost like now you're 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 capturing that moment that you feel when you hike anyways, you know, like that, like wow, I finally mm -hmm. made it to someone I worked for it. It's almost like you're also working for the photos because without that hike or that effort, then you wouldn't have gone there. You know, like yeah. people can only get pictures there when they go there, you mm -hmm. know? So, I mean, you can try to recreate it as much as you want in AI, but it's never going to be the real thing. And the people that are experiencing those things that are the reason why you're taking those photos, you know, for the event that's happening, um, you know, they're, they're going to appreciate the pictures that actually happen. Not. Yeah. Yeah. So, and as of right now, uh, AI cannot, uh, really generate, like it has a really hard time generating, generating anything that shows like somebody's face or anything like that. So it's not like you can just plug in, um, yeah. And you know, like animals and stuff look pretty unrealistic and yeah. it just, you should, I, I should have shown you, I was using, um, so Adobe express has an image an image generator that's a little bit different. So, okay. so uh, in Photoshop beta, it's uh, generative fill. So it's filling a portion of your image. Mm -hmm. uh, in Adobe Express, it's just generating an image and you can give it like the dimensions and it, it makes the image. I was trying to just like play around with it, make and have it make like a um, illustration of uh, kind of like a cartoon illustration of a couple on top of a mountain just to see if I can make like a stupid. It was the stupidest. It show, it put like animal faces on the people. Like <laughs> I don't even. And they. It was like all weirdly pixely. It was like. And then there was one where like the the bride. It was like half human face, half dog face, and the nose was pulled out really far. It's like something out of a horror movie. Yeah, it really was. It looked creepy. Yeah. And so and to to say you know eventually maybe AI will be crazy and we'll be able yeah, to do a bunch yeah. of stuff, but. Going back to that, AI will never be able to hike with a client. AI will never be able to go, you know, create uh, these connections as people like create connections with like a lot of the times people want to book with us because, you know, they've seen us being funny or weird or whatever on social media or mm -hmm. we we talk to them over the phone and they really like our vibe and stuff. You can't vibe with AI, you know, yeah. and like if you think about like some of the photos we take pictures of, like. Uh, a bride and groom reading vows to each other in a private setting um, and, and they're crying and laughing. Like if you think about an AI generated background in one of those images where they're like crying and then they see that photo where they're like 
this really like intimate special moment and then, all of a and sudden, then there's, there's a fake a... background it's like yeah. that takes away from the the authenticity you of know it, what it so. kind of reminds me of it kind of reminds me of like prom when you would have those photo booths that have like the hawaiian background on it and it's like that plastic that shines when you take like a i don't even know what you're talking about it, uh, yeah you were homeschooled but like <laughs> for for prom like you would have a place like set up and usually it's some kind of weird backdrop yeah. but it has like some just printed out background on it and all the photos are super cheesy and you know they're like memorable because you like it was fun because you were a kid or whatever but yeah. it it looks like super dumb and like looking back on it it's like those, those were like rough prom pictures like they have like creases in the backdrop and stuff like that that's kind of what it, that reminds me of it's like yeah the moment itself is like can be authentic but is it is it authentic when the background is so obviously not yeah what it was you know and your clients don't want you know if a client wants that then you're probably not the right photographer for them because you're about the experience and you and, should be well yeah. yeah if you're not you should if be. you're and not then i guess ai also benefits you i don't know yeah. like, i think that that's the the thing that um you know like every photographer already before generative uh generative fill before photoshop beta uh every photographer should have already been honing in on the experience that they can deliver to their clients yeah. because if you if all you sell is is your photos like I've seen some photographers who, from a technical standpoint, their photos are not good at all, that get tons and tons of clients and charge really high prices. The average person does not see photos the way that photographers do and like can, is able to tell the difference between a right. really good one and a really bad one necessarily, like to some degree, obviously yeah. there's- But there's like some... even think about what people post on their social media, like they'll have like, you know, professional photos of their wedding, but they'll post like a selfie. You yeah, know, or, or or they'll like throw a filter, like mm -hmm. an Instagram filter on professional right. photos that looks so nice. So people don't, you can't just sell yourself as a photographer or market yourself as a photographer based off of your really good photos. And then like never have a connection or yeah, any you, kind of. You need to be able to build some sort of like uh, UVP, unique value proposition. Like you need to communicate something that makes you unique mm -hmm. compared to other photographers who also have good photos. Right. And they so, are going to be unique in something else. Yeah. And I think maybe, maybe AI will kind of push the photographers that have kind of been lacking in that area towards that because it's like, okay, if AI can do what I'm doing in my business, then something needs to change because AI should not be able to yeah. completely take over the human side of a small business, especially with photography. So I think it's, it's good on either end, you know, it's good for uh, like photographers like us that we do care about the experience and we do like push like what we offer aside from photography to our clients. So we're using AI just to help us streamline our editing process and nothing mm -hmm. more. And then anyone that's afraid that AI might take their job should probably look at why they're afraid that it might take their job. Because, you know, if they are being personal and they are, giving this amazing experience as a photographer, there should be no question that AI is not going to take their job because AI will never be able to be a human, you yeah, know? Yeah. So yeah, that's just our thoughts for today. I, I just, uh, I've seen so many people talk about AI and freak out about AI and whatnot. So just want to talk about how we've been using it, how it's been super helpful for us and how, you know, you shouldn't be worried if anything, it should kind of push you to give a better and more authentic experience for your clients in any regard it doesn't have to be about weddings and whatnot but specifically for us weddings and elopements so yeah yeah i think it's exciting um if you haven't used photoshop beta and or chat gpt um 
go play around with them. Yeah, because they're it's, really fun too. If, even if you're not using it for business, just kind of messing around yeah. with it. And it's worth it because it, it could streamline some of your your uh, time consuming parts of your business. So yeah. if you haven't, play around with it. Uh, but that's really all we've got for yeah. today. Uh, a short little 20-ish minute episode. Yeah. Uh, and we'll be back in our next episode. We are interviewing a photographer from Ohio. Named Kayla. Named Kayla. Uh, about... Uh, setting boundaries, uh, boundaries with your clients, boundaries with your friends and family uh, as a photographer and kind of navigating some of that tricky uh, business stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, tune in for that one. Subscribe if you have not already on whatever podcast platform you're listening. Give us on. a review if you're feeling crazy. Yeah. Right. And we'll see you in the next episode. Yeah. All right.